Welcome to Grow With Soul, a simple marketing podcast by me, Kate Ferris, a creative business and marketing coach living in the mountains in North Wales. Grow With Soul is for creatives who either have their own business or who dream of having their own business and who want to grow slowly, sustainably and soulfully in their work and in their life. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to episode 104 of Grow With Soul. Today I am sharing some thoughts around the work, the work and the work. So these are the three different things that we think and we talk about when we talk about work. When there is a disjoint, a misalignment or just a kind of general demotivation, we tend to go looking for the big solution in the entirety of our work instead of pinpointing which type of work is actually causing the problem. So in this episode, I'm going to describe those three types of work. I'm going to talk about how to identify which one is the problem and also provide some ideas for solutions to each one. So if you just have a general feeling that something's not exactly right, but you're not sure why, then this one is for you. When we refer to work, there are actually three distinct things we could be talking about. These might be scrambled together in your mind or perhaps one or two of the versions of the work never really occurred to you or kind of factor for you. Either way, when we separate out work into its three variations, we can start to move forwards into clarifying some of our problems and knowing where we need more alignment. So, what are the three variations? So there's the work, which is what you actually do on a daily basis. There's the work, which is what you produce. And there is the work that is the purpose or the impact you seek to have. So for the ease of this episode, we are going to refer to them as the work one, the work two, and the work three. So examples of that first type of work is often what we most think of in terms of going to work or doing work. So it's the emails, it's the Instagram posts, it's the client calls, the product creation, the sales pages. The second type of work is what you finish after the first type of work. So it's the batch of candles. It's the published article. It's the course you're running. The difference between work one and work two is essentially that work one is a verb and work two is a noun. So you do work one and you kind of hold or you present work two. But then there's work three and we may not think about it all that much. Work three is zoomed out and less easy to pin down. It's what your work is about. It's the motivator and the difference that you want to make. So this is where you might say, my work is about empowering women to start their own businesses or my work is to nurture calm within busy lives. While, of course, the three types of work slot together like cogs in a machine and all work together towards the same thing, They also are very much not the same thing. 
you will have different needs and wants from each one and each one will also need different types of oil, so inspiration or motivation to keep it working. If you treat them all the same, then the machine isn't going to run efficiently. And when one piece breaks, it's not that the entire machine needs replacing, or even that you can just kind of keep it going and just ignore that there's something kind of clunking around ominously inside. But when you see the three types of work as three distinct cogs, you can get in there, you can troubleshoot which cog it is, and you can fix that cog. So how do you identify which type of work is the problem? And the trouble is, <laughs> demotivation with one type of work sort of feels the same across the other two. So it's hard to tell from just that demotivated feeling exactly which one it is. And also dissatisfaction with one can cause dissatisfaction in another or, or the other two. So it can be difficult to untangle the problem from the non-problem types of work. And this is why people get into scenarios where they are convinced they don't want to be a designer anymore and they 100% want to have an online shop and then they start to really miss design and a year later they've started a new job as a designer where they feel much more at home. If we confuse the types of work, it can take us on a detour that can be quite painful can be quite expensive and can just take up a lot of our time and energy that it doesn't really need to. So let's start with work one, which is kind of the easiest place to start as you're working through trying to figure out which cog is the one that's rattling. So do you actually want to be doing every day what you're doing every day is the question. Sometimes the ratios might be a little off, like you would rather be spending more time creating than you did in your inbox this week. But just on the whole, does your to-do list reflect what you want to do on a daily basis? And question everything here. It's easy to say, well, my to-do list is mostly writing and I want to write, so yes. But just ask yourself, well, is writing what I still want to do? Let everything be up for grabs for a little bit and just do a kind of scan through your body and into your gut feeling to see whether it all still feels good. And if it's not, if you look at your to-do list and think, none of this is how I want to be spending my day, or you know what, I don't think I actually do enjoy writing as much as I want to, then you know your problem is with work one. However, if this is still how you want to spend your day, move on to work two. So with work two, the question is, do you actually want people to buy your stuff? Now, of course you do in terms of it's better to have money than not. And that nice little validation you get when the email notification pins in is undoubtedly nice. But those things aside, do you actually want people to buy the work you've produced? This is always a sign to me that work two is out of alignment when I don't want to talk about my products or actually have anyone buy them or look at them. Not because I don't think that they're good, but because they just don't feel like me. It's a sort of feeling of, oh no, don't look at that. That's not really who I am anymore. And I'm not sure I want you to think of me in that way. I don't want to be known for this body of work. 
So if you look at your products, you look at your courses, you look at your programs, how do you feel? Do you actually want people to buy them? Is there some discomfort that feels a little bit like shame, a little bit like a dress that's too tight? And that might be your sign that work two is the problem. And then we come to work three. Dissatisfaction with work three can cause and explain dissatisfaction with the other two types. So we need to be kind of tuned in to seeing some nuance here. So for example, with work one, it might be that you definitely still want to write. You just don't want to write about this thing that you have been writing about and isn't right. Or for work two, it might be that the course is sort of fine, but you just want to angle it differently. If you've caveated your responses to works one and two quite heavily, then it might be an issue with work three. A misalignment with work three always feels to me like a general not fitting. When you try something on that you really want to like, and it looks okay, but it's also kind of tight in some places and baggy in others, and you can't work out quite why you don't like it or where the problem is. And you could just wear it and go out in it, but you'll always be a bit self-conscious and not comfortable in yourself. So you can do that or you can let it go. For me, sometimes I get a voice pop into my head, a voice that's my voice, but it's not my conscious thought. It's like it's come from deep in the bowels of my soul and it pops into my head and it just with these fully formed thoughts that I never thought I had before. And around work, I once had this voice just come come up and say to me, not this. There wasn't a problem with what I was doing. It just wasn't right. It was not this. And it's frustratingly unspecific. But sometimes the answer to not knowing whether work three needs to change is if you just feel not this. So now let's look at some things you can do once you've identified whether you need to shift works one, two or three. So for work one, what are the things you can just stop doing and it won't make much difference? And trust me, these things exist. (laughs) You just need to be able to step back from them a little bit. They are the things that you've lost track of why you're even doing them and the things that don't really make any meaningful difference and they don't move you closer to your goals. And actually, if you really think about it, some of the things on that list will really be moving you further away from them. So start cutting a few of these things out week by week. And also a good idea for this, if you do have a lot of stuff that you want to change in your day to day, is to look at outsourcing, whether that is temporarily or permanently. And I talk a little bit about that in episode 99. Make a list of what you do want to be doing every day. That can be what you want more of that you're already doing and also things that you want to add in that you're not already doing. Commit to doing 10 extra minutes of this a day. You have 10 minutes. Don't try to overhaul the whole thing 
all in one week because that's not going to happen and it will be very stressful. So give yourself a transition period where you can unravel each thing piece by piece. This transition period might be a month, it might be closer to a year. It will take time, but you can also every day do a little bit more of what you want and a little bit less of what you don't. With work too, you need to work out if it's the content or the format of the work that's the problem. If it's a format issue, then you know, the example of that might be that you're thinking that courses aren't the best way for you to help people and that actually doing some workshops would be better. Or you've been making scarves for people to wear, but now that home has become more important, you want to start producing blankets instead. The format is usually an easier switch for to start doing and it doesn't need a lot of kind of explanatory marketing around it. If it's the content that's the issue, then you might have a, a bigger job on your hands. And this also might be a symptom or a link to a problem with work three. For example, this might be that you don't want to help people learn how to start a podcast anymore, but you want to help them grow their confidence. And this might be because you realise this is a better expression of the impact and the purpose you want to have. This doesn't necessarily mean you need to have a total rebrand unless you've really kind of built your business on being the podcast person, in which case you might need to do some branding work if that's like your business name. But it will mean regardless that you will need to take some time and some care around transitioning your marketing content, transitioning your offerings and making sure that your audience is being brought along on the journey and understanding what's happening. And finally with work three, if you've identified work three as the issue, then buckle yourself in my friend. (laughs) This is going to be a journey which is frustrating and uncertain and overwhelming, but it will lead you somewhere magical. This isn't something to be fearful of or to worry about. It is you stepping into a more truthful version of your work, a better fitting skin. The thing is, it takes a long time and it can't be forced. Forcing yourself to decide and define your work three is what will mean you are doing this whole process again in six months time when the novelty's worn off. And you know, it might even be why you are here now with a misaligned work three is because in the past you just wanted to pin it down more than you wanted to wait for it to be right. And there is absolutely no judgment because the waiting for that is uncomfortable and annoying and you just wanted to get on with your business. This is what I have done time and time again. I've known something isn't right, but I've not had the patience to sit and let what is right be revealed. And so I've done a kind of quick change of emphasis or changed works one and two, and it's kind of been sort of fine until it's not fine again. And again and again, I come back to that voice saying, not this, which is frustrating when the voice doesn't then follow up with the detailed instructions of what is this, right? But I finally got into a place where I am willing to sit and let it reveal itself. As I wrote on Instagram this week, it is coming. It is coming, but it is coming on the waves. Back and forth, in and out, 
Sometimes you can almost reach it, but then it recedes out of you, back and forth, in and out. Stay open, stay patient. It is coming. It is coming to you on the tide and you need to stay on the shore. So my job is to stay on the shore with my eyes and ears open, ready to grasp the hints and the clues and to jot down notes and to reflect on them. It's to journal and write out some kind of streams of consciousness and just see what comes up, to think about why what is inspiring me is inspiring me and what that might be telling me. I need to let it ebb closer and closer and not swim out to it, not force it to be something or force it to exist. It will come when it and I am ready. And in the meantime, maybe you don't do any big launches, but you focus in on your client work. Maybe you clear out a load of seconds that you've got instead of launching a whole new collection. Perhaps you take on some freelance work to tide you over and just so you're able to sit on the shore. Work three defines works two and one. So we don't want to make any sudden movements or create any sticking plasters there that's going to detract from making sure work three is right because this is your work and it needs to fit as always any links that i mentioned will be in the show notes at simpleandseason.com forward slash podcast and you can find me on instagram at simpleandseason if you think you have a friend who would really enjoy this episode please do send them the link and share where you're listening online too And until next time, I hope you grow your soul.